Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and I want to help you live with more clarity, confidence, and purpose so you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Matthew Bivens, your balanced lifestyle coach, and this podcast is the place to learn how to have it all and live your abundant, loving life. If you are tired of feeling stuck and you're looking for a path towards more clarity, confidence, and purpose, then my friend, you are in the right place. Episodes of the podcast publish every Tuesday. And if you are new to the show, then welcome. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and taking some time today to tune in. And I encourage you to go check out the back catalog of the podcast. I have published many, 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 many episodes since 2016 and I've covered a whole range of topics. I can bet there's a topic that I've covered that will address what you're going through right now. So go to the website, matthewbivens.com, and you will be taken to the podcast page, and you can search the entire archives. And lastly, my one quick request for you right now is to hit subscribe on whatever podcast player that you are using to listen to this right now. Hit that subscribe button. That'll be a huge, tremendous help. And if you ever want to reach out to me and give me some feedback, suggest some show topics, just say what's up, ask questions, any of those things, you can do so by emailing me at matthew at matthewbivens.com. That is my personal direct email address, comes right to me. And you can also leave me a rating or a review on whatever app you use, like Apple Podcasts or whatever it is. Those are the ways to get in touch. Today's episode is all about creating your word for the year. This is a, an annual tradition we've been doing since 2016, 2016, 2017. And I love this time of the year. I love this episode in particular because I'm going to help you to get very, very clear and very intentional on the type of year you're going to have by focusing on a word for the year. We're not setting resolutions. We're not coming up with goals right now. We're focusing on a word. And the word is really going to be geared towards Who do you want to be this year? How do you want to show up this year? Because the things you're going to create, the results that you are going to create throughout the year are going to stem from who you are being. Be, do, have. That's the sequence. So right now in this episode, we're going to focus on the being by helping you to create a word for the year. I'm excited about that. Before we jump into it, I want to share some magic. I haven't shared magic on the podcast in a while. 
And for you, for those of you who are new and don't know what magic is, a magical moment is a moment where you influence yourself, others, or life in an empowering way. And it's one of the hallmarks of knowing that you have it all, is when you are experiencing many more magical moments. Because that's really what this is about. This isn't about amassing a lot of stuff, you know, making more money, buying new things, having nice things, you know, having a, a house bigger than the next person. That's not what having it all is. Having it all is about, again, the abundant, loving life. You know, abundance, love, and overall quality of your life. And so a huge part of that is these magical moments, are these magical moments. So I'm gonna share a piece of magic and then I invite you to hit pause in the episode and reflect on a piece of magic for yourself. My magic is that our new baby, Naomi Rose, is one month old now. And that right there is just tremendously beautiful and magical. And I cannot believe she's already a month old. She was born on November 30th. We did a home birth. This was our second home birth. And that experience in and of itself was so tremendously magical to welcome baby Naomi into the world in the same space, the same spot in our bedroom that we welcomed our first daughter, Maya, into the world six years ago. For Naomi to be born in the same place, in the same way, it was just so cool, so cool. And I was able to catch her. And uh, I'll, I'll be sharing our birth story later on in the year. We haven't recorded it yet, but I'll share a link to that episode, which will be from our other podcast. I'll share that when we do it. But the magic for this episode is really just celebrating one month, you know, one month of being brand new parents again. And it's been humbling. It has been humbling for sure. There have been aspects of being a, a parent, a father to a newborn um, that I remember that have come very naturally and very easily. And then there's parts of this experience that are so different from when we did it with Maya. You know, this baby has a different sleep pattern. This baby has a different... Uh, feeding and and crying and all those things are so different. And we're different people. Sarah and I are different people. And we have a six-year-old now as well. So life is just different. And, you know, it really, it has humbled me. And I love the lessons and I'm, I'm digging these opportunities. Sarah and I have had some really tremendous conversations during those tough times and those long nights. And, and then the baby is just you know, you look at them and, and all of the challenging things, just the challenging feelings just kind of melt away and they're sitting there cooing and just being a cute baby. So it's been an amazing month. I'm loving it. I've been enjoying taking a break. I've taken a break from coaching and, and a lot of the other work that I do um, just to be present. And I love it. Love it, love it, love it. So that's my magic. Now I encourage you to hit pause in the episode and take a moment to reflect on a piece of magic from your life, something from today, something from yesterday, doesn't matter. It can be small, it can be large. Every single piece of magic is important. And it's the act of acknowledging the magic that helps you to feel like you have it all. Because it's so, so easy to think that you've been shortchanged in life, to feel that you're unlucky, to think life is crummy, when you don't pause to reflect on the amazing things that are happening around you and the amazing things that you're creating. You are so much more powerful than you think you are. You're so much more influential than you think you are. But if you aren't stopping to pause and reflect on it, you're going to miss it. And you'll never feel like you have it all. You'll always be chasing it. So here's a moment. 
take 30 seconds, hit pause, and then we will resume. And we're going to be doing the word for the year. Once again, I'm so happy about that. This is an annual tradition. We've been doing it since 2017. And I have come up with a lot of different words over the years. And I'll share them real quick. 2016 actually was the first time we did it. So my word for 2016 was beast mode. 2017 and 2018 was faith. 2019, the word was transcend. 2020, love. 2021, clarity. 2022, it was remember. This concept of word for the year is is intended to give you something to focus on throughout the year. This this process I'm going to walk you through is going to help you to create clarity and focus. And it's not about what you want to accomplish. Right? Again, we're not here to set goals and set resolutions and things that you want to accomplish and like check off the list. This is more about who you want to be and who you want to become over the course of this year. This is about your growth and your evolution. Because everything that you experienced and attained and attracted and accomplished last year, 2022, all those things came as a result of who you were being. It is your beingness that makes you a magnet towards things that attract people into your, into your, you know, your vortex, into your periphery, your sphere, that attract opportunities to you, right? That attract ideas. All these things come from who you are being. Even the things that were crappy, the stuff that you didn't enjoy, the failures and the setbacks, all those things. So the average state of your actions, your thoughts, your feelings, your relationships, all of that, that makes up your beingness. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And so New Year's resolutions and goals tend to be focused on the doing. What do you need to do? I want to do this in order to get that. And word for the year is different. It's about who you're going to be. Because again, the things that you accomplish, are you can trace them back to who you're being. Be, do, have. That's the sequence. So in 2023, I'm sure that there are things that you would like to see different in your life. From differences and, and improvements in health, money, relationships, your overall level of happiness, joy, self-love, self-acceptance. All of those things are great. And focusing on what you must do in order to have those things, that's misdiagnosing the problem. Because the problem isn't in what you are doing. The problem is in who you're being. 
So that's where you want to focus on first. And then once you have some more clarity around who you want to be or who you want to become, and once you've started to work on that, then you start to move into what do you need to do in order to make your dreams a reality. That's the sequence. Be, do, have. So the intention is to use your word of the year to help guide your thoughts, your actions, your decision-making in this new year, which is going to help you to make subtle shifts and nudge you in a direction towards the big changes that you want to accomplish. So for example, I'll, I'll, I'll illustrate to you how this has worked in my life. In 2017 and 2018, my word of the year was faith. And faith to me means trust and surrender. When you trust and you let go and you surrender, that's faith, right? So I took that word faith and I had it written on a post-it note, put on my computer. I had it on my phone. I set an alarm to go off every day, every morning. And I had that word pop up with the alarm. And I would just reflect on the word often. And I really wanted to, to embody it, to imbue it, and to be it. So I'd reflect on it a lot. And so when I found myself feeling frustrated or feeling scared or scarce or, or stuck, my emotional reaction was to do something. Like I'm a problem solver. And so I want to do something. I'm feeling scared. Let me go do something about it. I'm feeling scarce. Let me go do something about it. And that was what I would default to most of the time. However, the things that I would want to do, they aren't truly addressing the problem. They're just addressing how I'm feeling in the moment. And because it wasn't addressing the problem, the problem would continue. So that word faith would often come up after my initial impulse to do something. I'd want to get into action and then I'd remember, oh, you know, faith, trust, surrender. Okay, what does it look like to trust in this moment? What does it look like to surrender and let go, not try to control things? What does it look like to trust myself or trust my intuition? And so that's what would come to mind as I was dealing with challenges. And then I would reflect on what does it look like to trust? What does it look like to surrender? What would the version of me who has 10 out of 10 faith do in this moment? And I would allow that to help guide my next choice. And so this helped me to let go and it helped me to stop trying to control everything. And it led me to take risks and to do things that I maybe normally wouldn't have done out of fear. My word for the year gave me something very simple to focus on, consciously and, and subconsciously. You know, it performed and did its work subconsciously as well. And that simple word helped to give me direction, purpose, and opened up a whole host of possibilities to me that weren't available, or at least I wasn't seeing them before having clarity on that word. So to bring this full circle, developing your word for the year is going to help you to be more intentional about who you want to be in 2023, which is going to impact all the things that you do, which will help lead to new results. Now, there are no rules to this. You can choose a single word. You can have multiple words. You can use a, take a phrase, whatever it is. You can have your word throughout the entire year, or maybe you want to change it up every month, or maybe change it up every week. Or maybe it works for a little while, and then you're no longer inspired by it, and you want to you know, let it go and pick something else. Whatever it is, it's a tool that, that is meant for you to use however 
you feel inspired. And for this exercise I'm going to walk you through, I recommend having a pencil and pen or having a Word document open in front of you if you can. If you can't do that, maybe you're listening or just doing something where you can't pause this way, then just listen. Take it in. Hit pause every once in a while to reflect on the questions and reflect on the steps, and then go back later and write the stuff down. Cool? All right. Let's get into this process, the steps for developing your word for the year. All right. Step one is reflection. Reflection. We want to think about and reflect on the last 12 months. So ask yourself a couple questions. What went well over the last 12 months? What were some of the things that I really liked about the past 12 months? What were some of my magical moments? Ask yourself, what healthy habits did you start? Or what healthy habits did you grow and expand upon over the last year? What were the wins that you created? What were the awesome things, the magic that you experienced? What areas did you see momentum building? You know, you started to make progress in some areas. Even if it was just one step forward, that's still progress. So what were those areas and, and what were the things that was happening? Also, think about what didn't go so well last year. What were, what were the things that you really wanted to create a new result, but it just didn't happen? Right? Maybe it was some circumstance. Maybe it was self-sabotage. Maybe it was something else. But what were the things that did not go the way that you had intended them to go last year? This step of reflection is really about just taking a moment to pause and look back. We spend so much time looking forward and planning the next thing and looking at the next milestone. A lot of times we miss some of the amazing things and the life lessons from what we have just gone through, right? And I imagine for, for you, I know this is the case for me, 2022 went by so fast. And so there's things that I want to remember from the last year that I don't want to repeat this year. And there's things that I was learning last year that I want to make sure I continue to carry forth and, and learn even more this upcoming year. So let's take a look at what was effective and ineffective last year over the last 12 months. Think about what went into your major breakdowns and breakthroughs over the last 12 months. And let's use this first step to, to build a foundation that we're going to you know, spring off of as we go forward into 2023 and on the next step. All right, once you've completed step one, step number two is visualization. This step is all about getting clear on what you actually want to experience in the next 12 months. It's about placing your order, so to speak, on what you want to feel, how you want to feel, what you want to accomplish, what you want to come to fruition. And the name of the game in this step is intentionality. You get to be very intentional. You get to be very specific. And so a, a simple visualization, a moment of visualization can help you to get clear, intentional, and specific. So here are some questions to ask yourself. What awesome things do you see for yourself 12 months from now? Right? It's the end of 2023. What are the things that you would have liked to have accomplished? What are the things that you would have liked to experienced? What areas would you have wanted to grow by the end of this year? What are some of the goals that you would love, love, love to check off your list? What are some of the milestones that you would like to hit by the end of the year? 
you can go into even more detail and look at it across the six F's, faith, family, friends, fitness, finance, and fun. Then you can ask yourself or answer for yourself, what do you want to see happen in each one of those areas? How do you want to see your faith expand? Your family? What do you want to see happening in your friendships? How do you want your fitness to change? What do you want to see happening in your finance? And what fun do you want to have in 2023? Basically, what's going to have you reflecting back on the year and saying to yourself, dang, this was an amazing year. 2023 was my best year yet. What are some of the things that need to happen in order for you to feel that way? So I want you to take a moment and just visualize. Write it all out. Again, place your order. Place your order. My wife and I had some takeout food earlier today for lunch. We placed an order and we got exactly what we ordered, exactly what we asked for. So this step is all about you placing your order. What is it that you want from 2023? How do you want to feel? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to accomplish? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The next step, once you've done number two, the next step, step three, is clarity. Now, this step is really where the magic starts to, starts to happen. Again, because who you become is directly connected to the results that you create. So in this step, you're going to be setting your roadmap for all the amazing things that you want to accomplish and experience 12 months from now. So how you're going to do that is you need to think about who must you become in order to achieve, accomplish, or experience the things you wrote down in step number two. If you wrote down, for example, in step number two, that you have a lifestyle or a fitness goal that you would love to accomplish, maybe it's to improve in your strength or stamina or lose weight or whatever it is, in step three, you're answering, who must you become in order to accomplish that? Right? That's the end goal. Now you have to create some shift, some change, some evolution. So... In this step, again, answer, who must you become? What's it going to take for you to become that person? What are some of the values that you need to adopt and internalize? Because perhaps the person who accomplishes all the things you wrote down in step two has some different values or different priorities than you have right now. So what are those values? Let's say, for example, there's things when you wrote down your visualization on step number two, 
there's some things that are going to require you to take some more risks, take some bold action. So maybe a value of courage is something that you need to work on incorporating into your life. That's the type of thing you want to be thinking about. Along the lines of values, what are some new beliefs that you're going to need to either adopt or let go of in order to create the things that you wrote down in step number two? And get very, very specific about this. Here's an example. Let's say in your step two visualization, you wrote down some sort of financial goal that you have for yourself. If you have a greater financial goal, then perhaps there are some beliefs about what you are able to accomplish or not able to accomplish that you got to get rid of. If you believe, for example, that you're only able to accomplish a certain amount of financial independence, then that belief is probably what's holding you back, part of the things that are holding you back from experiencing something greater than that. So you got to let go of that belief. And if there's a belief that you feel you need to let go of, then what do you want to replace it with? What's a new belief or a new thought that you want to adopt? Maybe it's in a mantra or an affirmation, something that you would start to wear on that's going to help you to create the results that you outlined in step number two. Lastly, for step number three, write down what mindset is going to help you to grow into the person that you visualized in step number two. The reason why this step is so important is because, again, you have laid out your vision. You've placed your order. You've said, these are the things that I want to experience and accomplish. In order for you to do that, you have to create some deep internal changes to become that person who can create those results. Because right now, you aren't that person. Whether it's your thoughts, how you relate to things, or your actions, your behavior, somewhere in those three areas, something is holding you back from becoming the person who can create those results. So this step is actually going to be very helpful for you when you are thinking about goals. If you do want to come up with some New Year's resolutions, because you're going to have to make some shifts emotionally, mentally, spiritually, in different areas. You're going to have to make shifts in order to accomplish those goals. So this is going to be very helpful for your word for the year and then for some of the other planning that you do for 2023. The next step, step number four, is brainstorm. Now, by this step, you have a greater idea of what you want 12 months from now and who you must become to create those results. So now it's time to brainstorm words that are going to fuel your drive for change. So make a very short list of words that come to mind when you think about becoming that person, becoming your person from step number two. You're going to pick a couple of words to start out with, you know, narrow your list down to a couple of words, and then from there you can whittle it down to one word or two words or, or a phrase, whatever works for you. So you can go online and pull up a list of words for the year. Go to Google, you know, type word for the year, and you'll see different um, results coming back with lists of words. And that's, that could be helpful if you don't really know, uh, have a word off the top of your head right now. So I recommend go do that. You can go and examine a whole big list of words. There's a whole bunch of blog articles and things out there um, that can help give you some inspiration for what your word might just be. 
So by the end of this step, step number four, you're gonna have a short list of potential word candidates. Don't make it too long, because in the next step, you're gonna have to make your final selection. So take this opportunity, brainstorm, get a bunch of words on a piece of paper, and whittle them down to just a handful of them, two to three. Step five is selection. So by now, you've gone through all the other steps, you've done all the, the reflection, the visualization, you've got clear on who you need to become, and you've brainstormed a handful of words. Now it's time for you to select the single word or the single phrase that's going to capture the essence of what you're playing for over the next 12 months. You want this word to fuel you. You want it to give you purpose, help you to focus and to inspire you to become your greatest self. As you come to embody your greatest self, meaning as you live into your word, you're gonna see more and more and more of your, your intentions and your goals accomplished. So make sure that the word that you select is something that really fires you up. Maybe it makes you feel a little bit nervous because you're thinking, you're thinking oh man, I gotta step into some big shoes. That's great. That's great. You might just need that little bit of a kick in the butt in order to create something new for yourself in 2023. Whatever word you select, I want you to commit to it. This isn't just a, a feel-good exercise, right? There's so many things out there that you can do that feel nice in the moment and you, you write it on a piece of paper and, okay, great, I did the work and you put it aside. That's not what this is. If you are serious about creating new results for yourself and creating some lasting change and impact in 2023, then don't just select a word, but commit to it. Commit to focusing on it. Commit to thinking about it. Commit to internalizing it. Commit to owning it. That is how you're going to create change this year. So step five, go ahead and make your selection. Step six is the final step of the process. Step number six is probably the most important because this is the step of activation. It's time to turn this simple word or this simple phrase or groups of words, whatever you chose, it's time to turn it into a supernova of intentionality and goal-crushing power. That's what this is about. I really want you to accomplish so many incredible things that you want to feel and accomplish this year. And so to do that, you have to activate your word. To activate your word, do the following. First, define it for yourself. You've got your word now. You've got your phrase. Okay, what does it mean to you? What are specific ways that you can activate it, that you can use it, that you can become this word over the next 12 months? You got to get specific on this one. Define what the word means to you and write down how you can actually use it. For example, when my word was faith, Faith for me meant trusting and surrendering. At that time, I was in several business masterminds. And in the masterminds, people would give me feedback, things that I could improve on or ideas that I could try. And I knew that I was very resistant to certain types of feedback. So when I created my word for the year, faith, I said one way that I can activate it is to surrender and let go when given this feedback. Just trust that it's coming from 
a great source, trust that maybe they're seeing things that I'm not seeing, and give it a try. So I wrote that down as a way, a very specific way that I could activate this word. So that's one of the things you want to do. Define what your word or phrase means to you, get very specific on how you define it, and then write down very specific ways that you know you could activate this word. And it's okay if it makes you a little bit nervous or uncomfortable, because it means that, yeah, you're probably going to have to confront some fears and step through your comfort zone in order to really activate your word. But just remember that the things you're wanting to experience, the results, the goals, the accomplishments, they're on the other side of your current comfort zone. So if you truly want those things, you got to go through the comfort zone, and it's okay. You're going to be okay. So a couple of the things for the activation step. You also want to make your word visible. Write it on a post-it note and stick it on your mirror or get a dry erase marker and you can just write directly on your bathroom mirror or any sort of mirrored surface in your house or apartment or whatever and write it there. Write your word down. Write what it means to you. Write some things that you know, make you feel inspired about using this word. Make it visible. I have had a copy on my mirror in the past. I've had a copy on my computer like a little sticky note stuck right on my, my, uh, my computer monitor. You gotta make it visible. Otherwise, it just becomes a thing that sits on a piece of paper in one of your journals in a drawer. Another way that you can activate it and make it visible is by putting it in your phone. I shared with you earlier that that's what I do. I have a, an alarm in my phone that goes off every morning and it has my word for the year. It also includes my personal mission statement, my values, things that I wanna keep top of mind and reflect on on a daily basis. And I forget to do this stuff if I don't have some sort of technology blaring in my face. Otherwise, I just, I have life. Life, life is stuff is happening, so I forget. So I try to make it dumb-proof. <laughs> I try to make it dummy-proof, and I use my phone. So that's what you can do as well. Put it in your phone, put it on your, your calendar, put it in your planner, your journal, whatever it is. Be proactive and be intentional about helping yourself to activate your word. The more you see your word, the more you use your word, the more you start to embody it and really own it, then the greater the likelihood that it's going to have an empowering impact on your life, right? Your word cannot help you if it just gathers dust in a drawer. So it's only going to work for you if you use it. Now, a couple of other tips as we wrap up this episode is you might be reflecting on your word for the year and what might be coming up for you is in 2023 you want to learn how to love yourself to a greater degree right and and maybe your word for the year reflects an internal relationship that you want to improve upon that's awesome as well right a lot of us are going to make words for the year that when we think about them, we're going to get inspired to take action on something, you know, and, and that's great. But also, I want you to reflect that perhaps 2023 is a year where you make changes in how you think about yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you feel about yourself. So your word for the year might reflect that. And again, this is where word for the year is very different from New Year's resolutions and goals. And so really take the time to think about at the end of this year, what would be tremendous for me to feel, 
And it may be something that you weren't initially thinking about. So I wanted to drop that little tidbit in there at the very end of this. And these types of exercises and experiences are a lot more fun when you have someone else doing it with you. So I recommend that you share this episode with one person uh, that you would also love for them to have an amazing 2023. And you can go through this, this, uh, these steps with them. You work together with it. I've done this exact exercise in workshops before, live workshops, where we've had people talk about these things um, in small groups. And that's a lot of fun too, because you get inspiration from other people. They might come up with words and phrases that you weren't thinking about, and they can help you to fine tune your list. So I recommend getting a partner with this, getting a spouse, a friend, family member, whatever it is, and, uh, and doing this exercise with them. You can share the episode with them and then make it fun. You know, set a date for it, get yourself some nice food or drink or something and enjoy this. Make it a fun experience because again, you're setting intentions for the things you want to create and experience throughout the year. You're placing your order. So don't do it when you're feeling stressed. Don't do it if this feels like a heavy thing on your shoulders. That's not what you want. You want to be chill. You want to be light. You want to be happy. You want to be intentional. So set the scene, get your friends involved, have a lot of fun. If you have any questions for me about this process, about these steps, or if you want to share your word with me, then you can reach out to me directly. My email address is matthew at matthewbivens.com. All right, that's it. This is the Word for Your Year episode, Word for the Year episode, 2023 edition. And I'm very, very excited for you. This is going to be a tremendous year. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the intentionality with each and every one of you. And I'm, I'm behind you. I got your back. I'm putting some, some loving vibes and energy into you really being and becoming the greatest version of yourself this year and experiencing so many magical moments as a result. I'm excited. I'm excited for all of us. With that, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I love you. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.